another Tuesday. I hope you set your alarms. I hope you guys are waking up. Hope you guys are taking the kids to school. They might be on spring break right now. But a lot of us, it's the beginning of the month, and you guys know what that meant. We got to pay rent. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. <laughs> but we're going to talk about that because today we are back with another episode of Been There, Done Dad. It's been a while. It has been a while. And once again, I am Jalen, if y'all forgot about us. And this is Jacob. And we're your hosts for this podcast. And we hope you guys are still with us. I know it's been a little bit of a time, but like they say, life happens. You got to keep it moving. But you know what they also say? Absence makes the heart grow fonder. And boy, we got some stuff to talk to you guys about. If you guys have not seen it yet, <laughs> go back and listen to our last episode. <clears throat> Hold on now. Don't, don't do the COVID cough now. Wait a minute. <laughs> if you no. haven't seen it, go back to our last episode. Jacob did his version of a new segment we're going to call Dad Therapy. We're going to do it a couple times every other month or so just so we can just kind of get stuff off our chest, talk about our personal lives, and kind of get insight on us a little bit better and what mm-hmm. we kind of go through every now and then. This is... is... I'm, to all the people that that did um, listen to it and um, gave me, you know, feedback, all the well wishes from it. Thank you so much. Um, and maybe, especially, you know, despite all the stuff I'm going through, it brightened my day. So I appreciate. It. Thank you. Yes, definitely appreciate everybody who did uh, come out and support and listen. Like I said, it's, guys, life is not easy on everybody, especially in the pandemic time. Things happen. Um, we're blessed to wake up, be waking up every day, but a lot of us had to wake up this week and we had to pay some bills, mainly a big bill. Oh yeah. <laughs> that rent check. And, uh, <laughs> that mortgage. That thing to keep it, that, that's allowing mm. us to have this cable to, uh, and this electricity to do this podcast right now. The Wi-Fi still strong mm-hmm. right now. You... <laughs> so you're right. So you're right. <laughs> But guys, we got a serious, <laughs> little serious subject we want to talk about. Jake, let me ask you the question. When you were growing up, what's up? How many times did you hear that you 18 now you're an adult? I, I didn't even hear it before um when I was 18. I heard it way before that. <laughs> it's a little premeditated. I heard, you know, you're 15 now. You can go and get a job. Mm. <laughs> you were giving back to Uncle Sam early. Yep. Now I gotta ask you a question. Well, with, with that job, yeah, and with that phrase, what came with that too? Man, you already know. <laughs> you had to help out with the, the 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 bills around the house. It it wasn't enough to to do you know do all the chores and you know washing all the dishes and and mowing the yard, doing the laundry, but I had to go out. To Dare Queen. <laughs> <laughs> from what I think my shift was normally from three uh, or sorry, four to ten. Monday through Friday after school. Ooh. So 325 hit, bell ring, I'm gunning to work. I'm already putting on my shirt. <laughs> Man, see that. So so Dare Queen was your first job? See that? Yeah. Very first job. Fast food and that smell. I'm thinking about that right now. Man, 
But the thing is, it, it made me hate ice cream for a long time. But uh, it's, it's not as much. My first job was Dairy Queen. My second job was Hagen Dazs. So ice cream, but you just going back. That's like that's like Nike and yep. Adidas. You just going back and forth. Yep. <laughs> Couldn't help myself. See, my first one was a Six Flags, and that seemed like it would be. It was, you know what? It was. It was almost a trap, and I think they tricked us because you know Six Flags opens up in like the late, (laughs) like the early spring, late winter time. So you're like, all right, you know, the weather's Mm -hmm. nice, blah blah blah. You know, you're seeing a bunch of people. You know, seeing all the females out there because I'm working in games, so I'm out there talking to people. I'm, I'm good. Mm Then that summertime heat started hitting. <laughs> and you out there in in, in dress in, in slacks and a neon yellow uh button up. Man, that old Negro spiritual heat. <laughs> and you gotta wait till a manager comes around to give you some water and hope they come and come to your game, because if they don't come, you ain't getting no water. So you had to wait for somebody you to literally bring you water? Have to sit there and like you would have to sit your cup out so where they could see it so then they would know to come grab your cup now mind you they grab a multiple cups so oh. you don't even know if you're getting your right cup back now that i think about it uh. i'm worried about covid now where i don't know what was going on back then man we were thinking about it we were so so crazy before covid hit like all the stuff that we, all the little stuff, just the little stuff that we used to do that we're never going to do again. It's gotten so crazy. It's like my girlfriend pointed out the the other night, we were watching a movie and she was like, you ever watch a movie and realize, be like, damn, they ain't got no mask on. And I thought about it. I was like, yeah, that's really true. That's really what was going through my head. Then they real close to each other and they ain't got no mask on. Bumping right. elbows and everything. <laughs> and, Dang. But them jobs got us some checks, but them checks ain't do much. No, my like what ninety percent of my checks were taken away from me for for a, a good. Yeah, bit you of might time. you might have one good Chick Fil A meal in you, and that might be about it. Boy, no, Mm-mm. I was using that um for cafeteria food, which should be free, by the way. We're not gonna talk about that, but. Y'all know y'all wrong for that, America. Y'all. Oh, no, no, no. I, I had free lunch. Don't get me wrong. I'm talking about, you know, you had the line for fries. You got the vending machines and stuff. Um, I remember we had a, um, at Campbell, we had a sub line. You could pay for a, a, an additional sub. And it was nothing but bread and lettuce and maybe a couple I- pieces of ham or turkey. No, uh-uh. They, you, it wasn't no subway sub. This was like you go to Publix and they, they give you like fifteen oh, pieces of meat and a little you know, bit. I think about it. The more I'm thinking, like, damn, well, what kind of school did I go to? I went to South College, which is in the same district as you. So I don't know what the difference was. Was well, you know, I went to a bougie see, school. Hell, hell, tell, you, tell the funny story. So my son <laughs> calls me. Around us, maybe Tuesday, and he's like, "Hey, can I get some money for lunch?" I'm like, "What? I thought you had like reduced or free lunch, or whatever." So I'm like, "All right, whatever, cool." And he, and his mom goes, "No, it's not for that. It's for him to get extra stuff." And I'm like, "Extra stuff?" <laughs> and he was like, "Yeah, cookies and <laughs> chips and all that and ice cream." And I was like, "Oh what? yeah." 
I was like, we didn't ever get this option when we was in kindergarten. What 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 is that? So then she was like, he gets like this sparkling water. I'm like, sparkling water? Wow. For a kindergartner? Hey, sip it with your pinky up. <laughs> <laughs> but it just it just blew my mind. I'm like, Whoa. yo, did my school was my school like in poverty and they didn't need to be? Like they just wanted us to struggle and we didn't have to. See, see, but it was South Cobb that the struggle that you went um through yeah. was in South Cobb, right? That made our football team so goddamn good. Shit, we was hungry. What you mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't remember a time in all my four years of going to high school that we ever beat nah, South we was, Cobb. We, we was we was pretty legit when it came back then. Man, Maybe my freshman year, when like Campbell still had a good team, we went to the the playoffs that year. But we got we were one and done. <laughs> That's how it be sometimes. But let's go ahead and kick off yeah. this main conversation for the day. Yeah. Okay. What age did you finally have to start paying bills? That's the first question. Fifteen. Woo. I was responsible for the water bill and I was responsible for half of the um, electric bill. Hey, that electric bill got high real quick. (laughs) Yep. That's crazy. Yep. I think my first check and, you know, don't quote me on this. I wish I could could go back and find out. I think my first check was about $300. He was proud of that $300. Bro, talking about making under minimum wage, um, <laughs> but I was I was like, yeah. Went to, my mom took me to the check cashier place. I was like, yeah. And then she was like, all right, I need X Y Z, and I walked away with like so maybe thirty five bucks. Because I've had that happen to me too. What'll happen is they will wait until you say, oh, I got paid. You'd be excited about your check, and they'll hear you talk about your hours. And they'll wait till y'all get in like the most quiet mm-hmm. place. Like you at peace. <laughs> and you'll get hit with that question. What you putting on this one? <clears throat> what? And then and then they kill me when they start to ask you, you give it to me, uh, you know it's doing a couple days. You can go ahead and give it to me now. And you like, damn, yeah. oh I'm gonna get to work the next couple of days. <laughs> oh man. Well, see, thank God for me. Um, Dairy Queen was like, okay, so my school was walking distance from my house, and Dairy Queen was in the middle. Okay. So I didn't have to, I, it wasn't too much for me to get back and forth. I was just walk, you know. Um, Matter of fact, so yeah. you know where South Cobb Drive is, right? Okay, you know where the old Blockbuster used to be? I don't know where it used to be. No. Okay, so you know South Cobb Drive. You know yes. where Adventure Outdoors is right now. Okay, so Hibachi Express is where my first job was. Oh, it used I know to be a dairy about. So, and my school was just down the street from that. And my house was behind it, um, pretty much behind uh, where Adventure Outdoors was. Oh, okay. 
אוקיי, אוקיי, אוקיי. אהההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההההה
Like my well, I was in pre-trade. But yeah, hey man. And I wanted to quit. But you can't quit because you know your parents are gonna say something to you about quitting. So that's another big thing that I've I've that bothers me about all of this is Well, what about you? I understand that parents parents go through some struggles sometimes. And and I that's why I am not Mm -hmm. a big fan of them hiding that struggle. Like I've learned that the more open you are with your kids about things, the better off the relationship becomes. The more understanding everything is, you know. If, if okay, so you know, I know growing up, both of us we we didn't have mm-hmm. like the best situation all the time. But really, how many kids really have the best situation? You know, if you're black, lower middle class, and and most of us minorities are kind of like impoverished a little bit, you know, we're uh, check to check, you know, paycheck to paycheck to living, is, is one of you those, know, how they say what they call it a break in a generational curse. Like that's not what you want. That's not a cycle that you want to continue. No. Like we, we firsthand seen the struggle and the stress that that puts on one person, let alone a whole village. this makes me want to interject something just enough that we've we you know perceive and see what our parents have gone through but a lot of times our parents saw what their parents went through and my, my mom not so much I don't know a whole lot about my grandmother when she was young but on my father's side my they weren't rich. My my grandfather was, but my <laughs> my grandmother, hell no. No, we we were some country bumpkins, you know. And to see that, to and to continue to pass that down to your kids, without I don't know, it, it just seems like you know one of those cliches you you forget where you came from. And and I think that that's what it is. And I think I don't like parents have to stop throwing it in their kids' face. You don't know what I had to go through. Because I feel like when you do that, Mm. you're like shaming your child. Like a lot of our parents put themselves a lot of, and I can't I can't speak for mine personally, but a lot of parents put themselves in bad situations or get caught up in things. Sometimes mm. children are very unexpected to anybody. Nobody mm. plans to have a child. When they say when God give when when it's God's time, God give you that time, it's that time. Nobody. Oh, I see what you mean. Because some people can plan out a child, but you never like, you know, you want you're trying to have a child, but you don't expect when that child comes. And then e- even when the child comes, no child is exactly no, no, far, the way you no. want them to be. And and that's one of those things that when it comes to having that relationship with your child because you have to have a just as much respect as you want for yourself from your child. You have to be able to give that to your child as well. So if I have mm-hmm. a child like, like me, I don't want Caleb to have to work a job in high school. 
if he comes to me and says, "Hey, I want to do, I want to work," okay, cool. Let's, uh, you know, let's let's go find you something. Let me show you how to fill out applications. Let me show you how mm-hmm. to create a resume. Let me show you how to save your money. I I didn't have my first resume, and, that's, and, that, and that goes 20. back to the school system failing you. Because I mean, to this day, like no yeah. school teaches financial literacy, and I do not understand that. <sighs> well, my uh, Campbell had a. It wasn't a finance class. It was a. Um, it was a not statistics. I, it was something dealing kind of oh, like did, with, uh, e- uh, economics. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, but it was a. It wasn't a part of like the history line of of your credits. It was right. actually so it like a math class towards what you even. Right, and that's a problem. That should it was kind of like an elective, should, almost. Yeah, learning about my finances should not be a choice necessarily, but like that's what I need to do. Like I have to learn how to handle money. Right. Right. Because the thing is, learning about the lie that is Christopher Columbus um, discovering America outweighs in what it seems to be what we need for after we graduate. I feel like your whole senior year, at least, at least your junior and senior year, should be gearing you up to be going into the real world to to guide you. I, a lot of times our, I know our parents, uh, you know, people say our parents are supposed to be the ones to do that. But sometimes our parents are working. Parents work so hard sometimes to just provide, just to keep their heads above water. Right. They barely know what the hell they're doing. So why not have somebody that was taught this like they have a curriculum and teach people how to get themselves out of, you know, low income and middle, you know, lower middle class, that lifestyle out of the slums to have a better life that that would boost the economy if if more people are financially literate. But it seems to be that there's something holding us back. I don't know what it is. I'm not gonna say anything I mean, about no, it. No, be completely honest. It's Just don't not, step away. <laughs> it, I, I get, I get very upset about this a lot because I, I think me and you had this conversation before. I think off air, me and you probably didn't learn about housing and credit mm. and all of that stuff until our late, our early, our like early to mid twenties. Like truly, how important that is, and how like detail oriented right. it is, and like what they're actually looking for. I didn't actually have, like, I was going into my late twenties, not having any, like, any real credit. Any, like, I bought a car from a um, pay, a buy here, pay here place. They didn't even, they didn't even, um, like, deal with the credit bureau. So we, when we finished paying off that car, it's not even on our credit. So, right. Like we might as well just went to a freaking uh, an actual dealership, but then you have to deal with all the the, the taxes 
and the APR and all this underlying stuff that you, you know, you deal with when you're buying a car uh, or a house. Like I, all the stuff when me and Christina bought this house, Lord Jesus, I didn't, I didn't know. Oh, and that's something that like ninety percent of it taught though. So you, we're all just out here winging it, and I think that, like. And that, that's one of my problems with like the whole hiding the finances situation with parents is you can't hide what your children have to go mm-hmm. through. At some point, you're going to have to learn about getting your credit ran or you're going to have to learn about, mm-hmm. you know, getting, um, you know, like trying to get approved for a loan for a house. Like there are there are so many mm-hmm. things that you that go into life as a whole that people don't know about that we haven't even been told about and we're out here trying to wing it. Mm-hmm. Or having your check garnished and, um, and, from and, and a credit card you can do company. About that. Right. And they wanted it paid off. They wanted it full. Yep. Like most of us probably Plus don't know about collections and what happens when stuff goes to collections and stuff goes into deferment. Like nobody, like people don't know these things. And that's and that's one of those things that said that stresses me that I feel like is a stress that a parent puts on a child. And it may not, and I'm not even some of our parents specifically, because they, maybe what if our parents didn't get taught that either? So what do they call it? It's just a blind leading the blind. Right. It's just, it's just like, yeah. You ever right. see that that snake eating its own tail? It's, it's it doesn't know any better. Like, what do you? What does it do? You, you're not going and, and, right. And so that's why just sitting it, down having a conversation. Mm. Hey, right. how, how is your credit doing? How is this? Don't make it about money because I think that's where the first thing where children get a little not scared but a little irritated by it or worried about it. They don't want to have to deal with. My mom's just going to talk to me about money because she needs to borrow some money or vice versa or mom or dad or whoever. They just want money. That's why they're, that's why they're talking to me. Like, like you don't want people, you don't want to believe mm-hmm. people are going into it with hidden agendas. But I know it's, I understand it's very hard because yeah. that's all they know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, open up communication. Like, you know, you're not in in, in no way. We're saying you, you're you, you're entitled to talk to your kids about it. Parenting is parenting. You know, you, you there's right and wrong ways to do it. But who? We're, I don't think we're right licensed. I guess to say what's right or wrong. But we've we've. I mean, we're both parents, and we both half parents right. that we've lived under. We're just speaking on experience. And it just feels to, to me it just feels wrong how things are going and how things have gone. Because we're we're not getting any better and we're not right. even putting ourselves in positions to be better. And and so we you know, somewhere we have to, and that's to, what's so to cut the head off somewhere and start like, anew. Just trying to teach and just talk about it. So, if we even if we're not a part of the conversation, at least we're able to help you guys start the conversation. 
because I know it is very difficult. Like I said, uh, right. a lot of parents are very prideful. Exactly. They don't want to talk to their child about what money they're making or all that and the whole, oh, it's none of your business, this, this, and this. At some point, you got to make that your child's business because they need to understand what they're about to get into. Because exactly. life damn sure ain't going to wait on them. Set them up and for success. we all learned that the hard way. Nope. You're only getting older day by day. And I remember, and this is, you know, this has nothing to do with finances, but this is when I got my first ticket, my very first ticket. Mind you, th this officer doesn't know me. He just knows I'm 27 years old. I've, I've apparently been driving since I was 16. I haven't. You know, I didn't have my, I didn't have a car growing up, going back and forth to school. I walked for a good portion of my life, back and forth everywhere. Um, I knew how to drive. I just didn't have money for a car. You know. But he stops me. This is my first car. I've only had it for about, what, five or six months. I'm driving to go get some freaking um, shoelaces from Walmart. Because they're the only person that's open, and I need shoelaces for my, um, for my next day at work. I was working at a racetrack at the time. <laughs> and he stops me, and I'm, you know, I'm trying to tell him, like, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm in a rush trying to get to Walmart. He's like, you should know better. Tosses the other uh, ticket at me and walks off. And yeah, I was doing, well, I was doing Which eight hard, miles, eight miles an hour over the speed limit. He tickets me. Right. But he tickets me. And you know, he, it was a right. black officer, but even if he was a white officer, I would feel the same it, way. It's it's very tough to it it. But I was never taught about like if you go. I I was always uh, uh, I've always heard growing up. Sorry, cut you off. But I was I was always I always heard growing up. You know, going five over the speed limit is okay. Try not to go ten over the speed limit. It, you know, there's that little gray area that, you know, you can kind of get away with. My mom has a heavy fucking foot. She drove fast as fuck for a, a great majority of my life. Uh, like 15, 20 miles over the speed limit. I've seen her pass an officer and not get stopped going that fast. So, you know... You know, you take things into account over your life. You know, I mean, maybe I can, you know, get away with certain things, this, 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 and that. But when the when it comes to stuff like, I'm, man, we'll we'll talk about this later. But oh, I remember the court date. when I missed my court date, and they had a warrant out for my arrest. That warrant was out there. No. They sent it. it the, the warrant came through the mail. Oh, yeah, no, and it was late. I'm to pick you up from wherever you are. But they don't care. <laughs> <laughs> and they didn't, you know, I turned myself in. Because I'm like, I don't, I mean, I'm, I, I don't want to be at work and a, a cop pull up 
like run my tag while I'm at work and hey, is such and such in, uh, in here? And I'm like at the, the register, yeah, that's me. I have to um well, you know, you're right, under arrest, that blah, is blah, blah. Embarrassing on No, I don't want that to happen. <laughs> so, you know, just and I was never taught anything about that. I, I never knew that stuff like that could happen. That's and them sure not gonna let that happen to Layla. I'm laughing about it now, but that shit. It, excuse my language. It really it sucked because we had to and pay like another one of those eight hundred dollars to get me out. If a and I'm not trying to say, and we're not gonna blame your parents <laughs> or anything like that, but that's a situation that any child could go through, and all because their parents don't want to have those conversations with them, those tough conversations, so to speak. A lot of that stuff will cost your child in the long run. Mm. Because you had no idea that there was a court date. Oh, you didn't even know about going over the speed limit like that. Because I think parents don't. I see. I knew there was a fine. I knew there was a fine. I was like, okay, there's a fine. I had to pay the fine. But you had no X, idea y, about going to court. But showing up to court. And that's <laughs> another one of those stresses on the right. kids that it happens just like. I know another big decision that I've started to pick up on a lot of kids making, and I'm not a big fan of it. They start, they start working and they start seeing a check coming in and they're saving their money a little bit. And the first thing that happens is they go, all right, well, what do I need to, what do I need to go to college for? Or I'll wait. Or in some kids cases, Oh yeah. Man, I my 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 mom's struggling or my dad's struggling. I don't know if I can go to college right now because I don't know what's gonna happen to them. And and that's another stress that you put on your child because now they're right. literally about to stop their own future to try to take care of their parent. And then they're holding themselves back. Mm. Because those maybe a couple more years your parent may have to struggle. While you're in college, you can get out of college, get that dream job, and be able to take care of everybody. I remember um, Stephen A. Smith, right. one of my favorite what? commentators. And I remember he always tells the story right. of oh yeah, when he got his first big check from ESPN. He The first thing he did was he drove down to the post office that his mom worked at and told her that she would never have to work another day in her life. And that today was her last day there. Like that's 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 what every child wants to be able to say or do for their, their parents. But as the parent, you have to realize there are going to be some more sacrifices yeah. that you may have to make instead of asking your kid for that much to get to right. But if you want to get to that point, you 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 gotta. You can't use your child as a crutch, you know, to hold you up. You're supposed to be the crutch for your child. Or at least that's how I, I, I see it. I feel like I don't want my daughter to feel like she has to hold me up right? when we're... everything is shitty. Right. We're and supposed to hold them if every and time be their rock. Calls you. Say say Layla wants to go off to 
let's say UCLA or something like that. You're in Georgia. <laughs> she mm-hmm. just you you're in Georgia now. She's getting a phone call from you in Georgia and you're sounding distressed. You're sounding upset. You're sounding you know, hurt every time she calls you and said, Hey, you know, how's this going? How's that going? Now that's putting more stress on that child. That child could have midterms, that child could have finals, stuff that could literally make or break their own future. And now there's yeah, and now they're stressing about you. And sometimes you just have to be able to, and I understand as a parent, you have to be able to just uh, like sure, can we try to sometimes. Hold up a because you know you want them to like you know you want them to be able to you want to be able to talk to them that's that relationship i always talk about you know you need to establish with your child but how much of how much of the struggle is okay to share without putting it all on your child as if it's their fault or that if well what what What's fine that you that Mine you is, that's, okay? What's about your finances? Lot? Tell them about some of the struggle that you had to go through, the lessons that you have mm-hmm. to that you had to learn yourself. I'm not saying sit there and man, I'm ten thousand dollars in debt, or I'm behind on this and this bill. Like you, like you, you don't want to. You don't oh, want to beat your kid okay. down to the point where they can't even wake up in the morning without wondering, worrying about your struggle. But you do want them to be aware that life is not easy and that they have to do what they have to do and put forth maximum effort to get out of that situation or to just even be to, to stop themselves from even being close to that kind of situation. Like a lot of parents, a lot of parents. So you're right. So you're right. A lot of parents don't realize how much that hurts the child's relationship in different ways. Because it can hurt it. It can hurt it as a, like you said, now you're worrying about that child all the time. Or if every conversation is just about money, then it becomes a, your child's going to become distant. Mm. And you and you don't ever want to just have exactly. a, a business relationship with your exactly. child. Because I can admit to myself that I even at one point felt like me and my mom had that said that kind of relationship where it was just uh we didn't really have conversations unless it was about when when such and such bill is due. It is not a fun thing to have because at some point you start to feel like you know you start uh, to feel like a tenant rather than a child. And you don't ever want to put your yeah. child in that situation yeah. to where they feel like nothing. they they're nothing but another check to you. You you another way uh, make them feel like they're just another you know they're just like the how the world sees them as like a number. You just you're just another number to me. Instead of I'm Jacob, I'm Jalen, um, X, Y, Z, you know, and, and that's why I'm your child. Pay, pay, having a child, maybe pay a phone bill. 
I'm all for it. I, I don't mind it. I, I don't I don't mind that. Um, man, I but forgot about I think the phone it gets bill. Too extreme when you're telling them, I need you to pay the rent, or like you said, the water bill or the electric bill. I think it it becomes too much when it's. It, even if maybe just ask your child for like a certain amount, but don't beat your child over the head. Like a lot of us, like you said, you you said your checks like three hundred dollars. Mine are probably about the same. We did not know how much three hundred dollars didn't cover anything. Like yeah, I think right now right. I can go to Walmart or whatever grocery store. I thought three hundred dollars was a lot of money. Spend thirty dollars on a meal that I have to cook one time. Let alone cook for a whole two weeks. <laughs> it, it was it's a lot of ramen noodles and get two weeks of struggle meals, <laughs> peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and grilled cheese and all that stuff. Yep. It's, it's it's a lot of that, but that's oh yeah, none, none, of, none of that nature. Uh, what's it grilled called? cheese with white bread. You couldn't get that that wheat bread. Wheat yeah. bread cost too much. It, it, Nature's own or um, I, I can see it in my head right now. Like the honey wheat. Dang, what's the other bread? I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I know. But that was just one of those big things. Yeah, is, but you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> like you don't want like if you're already struggling as a parent, having your child work and then go through that same struggle doesn't either it doesn't add up. Like no matter what I go through, I never, and and mm. I pray that I never have to Not go through this positive. because I, I believe that I ne- we never will, me or you. But our chip, like you don't ever want Layla or we don't ever want Layla or Caleb to have to be like, hey, mm. let me get some of your check. I'm a little short on the rent, or this and that bill has got to pay it. I forgot to pay this. No, like uh-uh. you don't want your child to have to go through that. Mm-mm. I'll I figure something like out. You're putting such a stress on your child. Like Mm-mm. the biggest point behind all this is you're now leaving your child stressed and with a lack of knowledge. Because now they know they now they know about all your struggle and all the stress that they have to put you put on them, but they also don't know how to get out of it. Mm. So as you just, so as you just said, the exact, the exact same word, same effect. So I, I like to call it the hamster <laughs> wheel effect. Mm-mm-mm. Everybody's running. Everybody's tired. Oh yeah, but you're not getting Nobody. anywhere. You ain't getting nowhere. So to the parents out there, please, please. Mm. Talk to your children about money. Teach them about money. And if you don't know about it, please find them a book. Find them some resources. YouTube has everything on it now. TikTok yeah. is amazing when it comes to yeah, you can find it on TikTok. Like that. <laughs> and and but that's the kind of thing that that helps because people have realized mm-hmm. that, especially people our age, and they're starting to break that mold. Mm-hmm. 
man. That 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 is that was a great that conversation. Was that, was, that was good. Please go have like that conversation, conversation with your children. Man. And with that, we are going to sign off on this episode. Once again, thank the listeners for listening. Hope you guys are listening hard. We're going to start promoting heavy, so be ready to see our faces everywhere. Everywhere. Find us on Dad TikTok. You'll because find us on Dad TikTok somewhere. So y'all can All right. We're we going to be out there. <laughs> yep. And with that, I'm going to sign off. What's it called? D-T-double-D. And thank y'all for listening. We'll see y'all next week. I'm Jacob.